0: Welcome to this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast and this is the podcast where we teach you how to achieve your dog owning dreams or just your dreams in general. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is actually, what is your dream? How do we make it happen in relation to your dog life, everything? Now, I've got a little story to
1: start this podcast with. And and I was only the other day, um, I was in with my mum and dad. Dad had um, made dinner and um, and they live on the same farm as we do. So uh, it was rather cosy, big roaring fire. And, and, and mum said, oh, you must see this. I found this. And you know when mums pull things out and you kind of go, oh, dear Lord, what are they going to pull out? next like some crazy photo or something super embarrassing, or that is like mum's prerogative, like mum's rights like mum's absolute um opportunity to get you uh, and so anyway, mum pulled out this book now i've got this i'm gonna call it a book because I kind of think it's it is bound. a bit of a book isn't it? it's, it's bound. bound it's bound and this was this was written and illustrated oh, wow. by. So be, yeah. be, this is important information. It's Some written... is like
0: spelling error in illustration. Tom,
1: Tom, this <laughs> is an 11-year-old self. 11-year-old, come on. This is on a typewriter as well, like seriously. Um, and so I was looking through this and I was, I, I kind of, when I first saw it, I was like, I didn't quite remember it. And then I opened it and I did remember it. And I suppose what I'm telling you is that this is a story written by an 11-year-old. And this 11-year-old, 11-year-old Lauren, uh, I wrote about um, living on a farm. I wrote about dogs. I wrote about ponies. I wrote about uh, ducks and sheep and uh, goats and and geese. And I don't have any geese right now. But anyway, I wrote about lots of uh, lots of different things, Tom. And and I think the thing that really um,
0: and a mouse. Is I wrote a mouse about a mouse. There?
1: There's probably many mice, but you don't want to be knowing <laughs> about them. And um, the surprise, the house, packing up, the move, settling in, the horse sale, preparations for new arrivals, <laughs> Avon farmers. I mean, there's seriously, con- table of
0: contents. <laughs> this is a bit. The
1: new stable block, uh, and then the children's secret, and then home sweet home. And I suppose so when I was 11, I, I lived in Plymouth. I lived in Plymouth city centre. And I lived in um, a large um, terraced house, uh, quite a busy um, area, very built up, uh, main road a busy main road um, a busy main road to to the point that um, my little cat was killed on the main road like I really really didn't like living on a main road I didn't like living in traffic I didn't like living um, in the middle of a city centre there were lovely lovely places to walk your dog you could go to parks but it was always park walking we didn't Mm -hmm. really go to moorland or beaches or or things like that and I definitely definitely remember as a child I lived in like I said a a terraced house Um, we were um, I was 10 minutes to walk to my school I went to Plymouth High School for girls I would walk across the park and then walk across the the roads and then to my school. So I could walk to school and I didn't dislike where I lived. And at the same time, I was never passionate about it. My passion and my mission and my uh, now I understand manifestation and intention was always to live uh, somewhere much more like um, the home of Absolute Dogs, which is Bowerland. And and that was where I always wanted to be. And I suppose what I'm telling everybody out there is I mean, I had a courtyard. So, Tom, Mm -hmm. I had like a. A, a square or not even a square a, a sort of narrow rectangle courtyard it had um sort of big chunky slates and um it was uh, there was there was no grass or there were no like pretty plants or mm-hmm. it was a courtyard and I remember telling my mum one day I was going to bring a pony home and, and and keep it in the courtyard and I was only <laughs> 10 at the time and um or similar age I was definitely like primary school uh, and I had every intention of having dogs or or ponies or um I, I didn't really mind you know I didn't see it as a limitation I definitely didn't see the garden as a problem my parents did. I definitely didn't didn't see the lack of grazing as a problem. I figured I could Uh, use a uh, park. The thing that I suppose I want everybody to know is that and when I look through this, like th- this really freaks me out. Like, there's a page on this, and I know that you guys are on a podcast, so we can't necessarily um, show you. But um, I know that if you're if you're watching um, us um, on video or maybe on um, the Facebook page or anywhere else, you'll get to see this. There's a page on this where there's even a jumping board a collie, Tom. Like, <laughs> is, like seriously, is. I'll find it. And and Although there's and... also a husky
0: there. There is, a no, I... that is
1: that's not a husky; it's a German shepherd. Oh, sorry. When <laughs> have you seen a black and tan husky, <laughs> Thomas? My illustration. But that that was Lauren... still going to be. Uh um literally, there is a black and white border collie jumping a bush. Like, I did not have a border collie as a child. Uh, my first border collie I owned at 16. Uh, so definitely um, this book was pre then. Um, and um, for me, the cool thing is these things were definitely out there in my uh, in my dreams. You're Sorry, not I'm reading. Just,
0: I'm just reading about you... the twins as well. I'm, <laughs> I've not met the twins. <laughs> Please.
1: This is a family story. There are other people. Maybe they're going to be yours. The twins. <laughs> (laughs)
0: Well, they're collecting brackets. coming.
1: Tom's (laughs) twins are on. This was actually our way of announcing the twins. Tom would like to make an announcement. They're called
0: Thistle and Gorse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, I suppose what I want to say to you is that um, your your thoughts they're powerful. Your mindset is important. Yeah. Uh, your visualizations and your um, your hopes, your dreams, your uh, the things that you might see. Uh, for me, I, I genuinely, as much as I haven't read about the twins yet, um, <laughs> and I haven't reread the story. For mu- as, as, when I flipped through it, I was like, "Flipping heck!" Like mm. literally, this is a yeah. bit crazy. Eleven-year-old self, how did she know? Mm that this was potentially going to happen. You know what this is something that the universe has a bit of a say in. This is something that your energies, your mindset, your thought processes, what you think about you become.
0: Yeah. And and that's the thing. Think about what we think about. Think of, like, even just on a on a small level with our dogs. Our minds can sometimes go to all the things that are wrong, or all the, all, you know, uh, or they barked at a dog. Oh my goodness, that means they're going to be reactive to, you know, dogs from now on, and I've got an aggressive dog. And um, we can sometimes find ourselves manifesting or illustrating or storytelling the wrong things, the wrong story. And repeatedly yeah. so,
1: and then telling it to someone else who tells it to someone yeah. else, and suddenly that energy. We are out the twins there.
0: in the story. And it's, it's like, of course, <laughs> that's so I
1: mean,
0: all. This makes me chuckle. That was the first word I read. Um,
1: and, um, Eliza and, does have a
0: twin. I just haven't introduced her yet. <laughs> and the, um, and the, you know, the crazy thing is, is that one, when we stop storytelling towards, uh, you know, a road that we don't want to go down, we start storytelling to actually, how do we want it to? You start to spot opportunities like on a you know a microscopic level of you and your dog you you start to rather than think about all the things you don't like you start to imagine this like empowering future this dream that made you get a dog in the first place you notice all the little bits of that dream that you already have that you can be grateful for you know whatever it might be maybe your dog doesn't doesn't bark at birds in the sky it's part of the dream that's one puzzle piece and then you start to notice little opportunities to grow other bits of the puzzle and yet that would never have been possible if we hadn't have reminded ourselves. And, you know, as Lauren says, effectively manifested this because that's what unlocks the opportunities. The opportunities there, but your your brain actually becomes aware of them because you're living the story towards that dream.
1: Now, whether manifestation is something sort of magical that happens in the universe or whether manifestation is actually because you are putting your, your thoughts and your intentions into the direction that you're trying to head. Um, and actually that starts to then mean that you take different opportunities and yeah. you make different decisions or other people are aware of it because you've actually she told them yeah for me, it doesn't really matter which. Like for those of you that, that don't want to believe one way or the other, like it, it doesn't really matter. What we are saying is, your thoughts um, become your actions. Your actions become your your life. And and for us, and and for Tom and I, this was uh, we want to be a, a dog trainer. And I I definitely got to a stage in my life where um, I was going to school and um, and this is this is as a school teacher. I was going to school and I was teaching children, and I didn't dislike it. I wasn't unhappy but I also wasn't in a place where I was really leading the life that I I wanted to lead. Um, I wasn't able to control my own diary. I wasn't able to um, make um, sort of passionate sort of uh, training like sessions happen whenever I wanted. I wasn't able to go, you know what, this is what I want to do on a day-to-day basis. I wasn't able to um, light up um, like I know I do when I dog train. Mm. And I suppose what I want to tell everybody out there is manifestation starts right now. Manifestation starts today. You absolutely need to start believing that this is is um, something that you can have and you will have when you're manifesting the right things.
0: 100%. And there'll be some of you listening who have always dreamt of working with dogs, but actually... Maybe you've not dared to dream because the dream then might make it a little bit real if you think about what your life would be like and what it would look like, and you you 've not kind of given yourself that opportunity actually, what if we do dream? what if we you know think about like i don't know like Lauren was eleven when when she she wrote this, even think a little bit younger. Like, you know, you ask a six-year-old, seven-year-old what they want to do. They're like, I want to be the first dog trainer on Mars and um, I am going to build the rocket myself. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, there are no limits. (laughs) they are. And we need to kind of get back to that a little bit of actually... Yeah. Why, why do we put limitations on ourselves? Why, why are we sometimes our own biggest critics? Why are we the ones that, that get in our way? Why are we the ones that, you know, say, I should do this and I should do that rather than, Oh, I could do this. I get to do that. Right. And, and sometimes you need that kind of wake up to realize that that might be stopping you from getting to your dog owning dream. It might be stopping you from getting to your pro dog trainer working with dog's dream and it can change instantly.
1: And I think the big thing is here, the, the opportunities are there when the intention is right. Yeah. And when the intention and the um, thought processes are there, like I love looking back through that because I think of my 9, 10, 11, 12 year old self. And all I dreamt of was to work with animals. Yeah. All I dreamt of was to train dogs. All I dreamt of was to get dogs jumping. I don't know where that came <laughs> from, but seriously, from about the age of, I don't know, four, five, six, I would be in my nan's garden getting blues, the next door neighbor's border collie, over broomsticks. And you know, I even had Peppy the <laughs> hamster doing fudge bars. Like literally, he would be jumping fudge And I honestly, I always had a bit of an obsession with making animals jump. Like I wanted it and I did it in an encouraging way. I'd always be finding treats or balls or um, games to get them to jump things. Like the thing is, if you think back to you, I I look back and I look at my childhood self and I think that's something that was always in there. Thank goodness I got the opportunity to realise it. Yeah. Thank goodness I had the, the outlet for it. Yeah. Because if not, what a frustrated life you lead. Yeah. What a frustrated, um, sad place you, you live when you don't get to realise your dreams. And I know there's <laughs> so, so many people.
0: It's just triggered me to think of something. And that is poor, poor Peggy, my very first dog, who was just like, she was like a saint. And I was obsessed with this idea of a force field being around me where Peggy would follow me, wherever I was outside, and no matter what distractions were going on, and she would stay within that zone. It later became known as the proximity, proximity zone. <laughs> Peggy, five, five six years old, right? Thank you, I'm, Peggy. But the funny, the funny thing, the thing that made me chuckle with Peggy is Peggy had the full, the full journey because Peggy came into my life when I was about four, and she passed away when I was like 21 right and so she had like the full dog training Spectrum. journey um, and had to deal with all iterations of it <laughs> um, but you we forget that actually when to, to a child a force field around you where nothing no distraction can penetrate this force field like we sometimes don't think big enough as adults do we we sometimes like forget the playful like opportunity in what is every single day whether it's getting dogs to jump whether it's you know, your dog staying within your force field. Sounds quite scary. The playful <laughs>
1: opportunities that are there for all of us. And the exciting thing is, I was um, teaching on a live, um, one of our, um, like a pro groups yeah. uh, last night, Tom. And I was chatting to the group. And what really lit me up was that so many people on that live um, were anywhere between the age of, I think the youngest person on the live was 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had someone in the early 90s commenting. Wow. Like, That, for me, lights me up. People in their 60s, their 70s, their 80s reinventing themselves. Reinventing themselves and saying, now is my time to do this. Like, literally, I am not putting everyone else first for any more, Mm -hmm. like, of these days, of these seconds, of these minutes, of these hours, or any any of that. I need to put myself first here. And I need to put out to the universe what I want to do. And actually, I want to play with dogs, or I want to learn, or I want to have more fun, or I want to have more energy, or I want to put myself first here. Like, They honestly, it was such a lovely group to to have A a few hundred people, I think, were on. And literally, all, once one person said it, she said, I'm 68 and I'm literally living my best life yet. And that was it. It triggered like everybody to be caught. I'm manifesting uh, more movement. And there was someone that was manifesting um, more, literally, dog playtime. There was someone else who was manifesting more learning. Like they desperately. I'm
0: manifesting warmer socks.
1: Yeah, warmer socks (laughs) right now. Right now. And they literally, what they were putting out though was that they were ready to lead their best lives they were they were absolutely ready for opportunity ready for ready for and not waiting for something Mm. like i think so many people are sitting waiting wishing i remember reading a a play when i was at school waiting for Godot, and basically he would wait every day at this tree waiting Mm. every day every day And the end of it he never came like i remember being so puzzled by that whole idea Mm. and yet isn't that life Mm. like you might wait forever it could be right yeah this is not the way we're going to be. We're pro dog trainers.
0: <laughs> so guys, uh, you know, we, we're we really passionate about this. We're passionate about it because we see that potential in each and every one of you. You know, we've been doing this a little while now. It's like over 10 years and we've trained thousands of people to achieve their dream, whether that be their dream with their dog or their dream to actually inspire others and, and be a dog trainer and work with dogs. And so, you know, we, basically we are just giving you a kick up the bum to say, come on, let's do this. And if you would like more information about actually achieving your dog-owning dream or more information about, okay, I'm ready to make the leap to becoming a pro dog trainer, then email us, email ask at absolute-dogs.com and the team will be able to help. They would
1: love to chat to you. They chat to people each and every day um, and literally help to make dreams become reality. Mm -hmm. They help in so many ways Mm -hmm. people realise opportunities they didn't even know were out there. So that's ask at absolute-dogs.com you might get to speak to the wonderful Katie or maybe yeah. you'll get the super Sam you might get the wonderful Phoebe or um, literally the team is incredible yeah. and uh, Naomi Smae, like, literally we've got a cool team and you're going to get to, to reach out and chat to one of them so they're there to help yeah. uh, so if you haven't already uh, reached out to them literally we couldn't um, speak more highly of, of any team like they really mm. are an amazing team to, to work with
0: and if you would like to you know, explore that pro dog trainer journey a little bit more then if you head to absolute.com Dogs.me forward slash PDT journey. That's absolute dogs.me forward slash pdt journey and then there's loads of information on there and you know we we've we've seen thousands of people go through this journey now and see the lives that they're living the vibrant thriving lives and we want that for you so go check it out
1: and if you're already getting in your own way and you're saying oh pdt journey yeah i like the sound of that but i definitely couldn't do something like that because i'm not blah 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 (laughs) you know what stop Get out of your way. Email the Ask team or go and check out that link because ultimately we know you are more than good enough for this. We do. Yeah.
0: So with that, guys, go forth. Get out of your way. We will see you next time. And remember, stay sexy. Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program,
1: huge energy, amazing community, and over 100,000 people are already taking part.
0: The only question is, you know where you are today. Where do you want to be in 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.